You're listening to So Organised Style Podcast. So Organised Style is produced by me, Maria Theoharis, Susan Goodwin and Anne Wally. Do you remember a time as a sewing or crafting person where you would have never considered purchasing fabric or notions from an online retailer? Elizabeth of ElizabethMadeThis.com has created a couple of very helpful blog posts about online shopping. Elizabeth has always shared her research and ideas for sewing people because she has been supportive to the community. So her first blog post, which she published earlier this month, was called 16 Tips for Better Fabric Shopping Online. Elizabeth has now added a new blog post with a spreadsheet containing over two online fabric retailers that span across four English-speaking countries. Join me now and hear the real story behind Elizabeth's research. Thank you so much for your time. The, the research that you put in, I'm sure, is, has, has spanned like a whole lot of people. Yeah, it's, 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 been, it's been a lot of work putting it together, but I just, I wanted to, you know, just create a big, a big jumbo resource of just places that I thought people would enjoy shopping at, places that I've shopped at and pe- the places that, you know, just running through their website said, hey, you know, this, this looks pretty good. I would do that. <laughs> and I think there were quite a few that I picked up because with the two frocktails that I've just been to, they had particular sponsors. And some of them, I didn't even know that they had online stores. So, and I, look, I honestly think I've probably missed so I'm more than happy to keep sending them through. No problem with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure. I, I, I mean, I've, I've got like 200, like over a little bit over 200 um, after final count yesterday. And I, I'm, I know that I'm just going to be continuing to add to it, especially since I, I just put the three major countries besides the U.S. Um, I, I thought that, you know, the U.K., Australia and Canada yeah. And I'm sure that, that other people will be like, hey, what about me? Like, yeah, I, of course I want to yeah, add. Bring them on. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, totally. I was thinking back to a resource list that Melissa Fur of Fair Trade or Fair Trade had done yeah. so active where I'm not sure. Did she um, assist you at all? No, I no, I just I, I there were a lot of places that I knew about. And then, and then I just, and then I, I largely just did the research on my own. I asked, I asked for your help and then, and then, uh, I, I, I needed some help with the Ankara too, since I'm not as familiar with that fabric. Yeah. But, but everything, everything else was just me just working through all the, all the, all the work of it. But, and look, I know from past reading of your posting that you're really thorough. So uh, as soon as you asked, I thought, this is just going to be pure gold because of the amount of work that you do and how thorough you are. So there's no way that people think, oh, yes, yeah, just a list and move on. It'll be something that I think people are going to be wanting to contribute to and to refer to. Yeah, I hope so. That's, yeah. that's, that's definitely my hope. I, I, you know, it's, it's always my goal to be as most helpful as I can. And sometimes that means I blast people with a fire hose of stuff. <laughs> It's fine. It's good. I mean, I've been watching all of the work that you've been doing on so um, so much talent with their their challenge for August and the work that you're continuing to do to keep people 
feeling supported with their sewing and with their creativity. Have you had any stories from people around any sort of stories that you were quite, how could I put it, amazed about from what you've been doing? You know, I, I so sometimes some of our projects, it, it's kind of just fun to just talk through my process with people. And that was one thing that was really cool about the So Much Talent retreat. And just being able to go there and just talk with people about that stuff. And my session where I got to go and teach about refashioning was just really cool. Because I got to, you know, really talk about the history of refashioning. And when we got to the workshop part of it, just being able to go around and help people through their projects and just help them kind of think through some of those processes that I go through on a regular basis to just add that little bit of creativity mm. into my projects was just really really cool and it was it was just, it was just fun to see that that people were so open-minded and just embracing that sort of thinking because it's a it's a big mindset shift I think to you know think outside of that that little box <laughs> it was good I mean even I think probably two or three day and night challenges ago when you made the blue lace dress oh I love that one yeah I know your wedding <laughs> next week oh cool that's great yeah. it'd be really good to see the feedback that you get from people who are not in the sewing community because they'll, they'll just be blown away by the work that you've done yeah yeah totally it was funny because I am I'm taking this blogging class right now and I I got some really great feedback feedback on the last the last post that I did about just tips for for to to do a good job at online fabric shopping you know so you have a good experience and all of that and one of the one of the people in my group was like wow this was like really helpful and I don't even sew and I was like oh that's wonderful that's probably what I want to hear yeah exactly and it's from someone who's not even in the sewing community so that. That's really good to hear. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. I'm like that's that's what I'm shooting for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so encouraging. But I think what I was trying to get at was I've been able to see your creativity and the depth of the creativity that you've had for years, and I just think it's amazing that you just continually apply it to everything that you do. I I I, I love it, <laughs> and it's funny because it, it's. It's like in all aspects of my life. It's, it's in my cooking. It's in my violin. It's, it's just like, I don't know. I, it, it doesn't stop. And when, and when I get burnt out on one, I just go to another and I just take a break. <laughs> oh, that's good. And it's that approach that you're taking that, you know, you stop here and you'll go there. You're kind of self-motivating, but you're still being creative. Yeah. Would that be right? Yeah, totally. And also, I think it's important when when you're being creative to give your brain a rest. And so if you can channel that energy to someplace else, then it really it really helps because you can your creativity in any one area will fizzle out after a certain point. So there's times when you're like super, super creative and you're sewing and sometimes when you're just like sewing basics and that's totally okay it's totally okay it's all good and eventually you know when you when you realize that you're in that that's that that spike of creativity you got to like jump on that yeah and when you're not then just take then just take take a break (laughs) take a break and that reflection that you have during the break 
it may be conscious or or unconscious, but I find that that fires me back up in my creativity. Yeah, and I think too that I think some people think that it's it's something that's wrong with them, you know, like, like, like that, like they have to feel guilty that they don't have any sojo. And I'm like, oh, maybe, I should, maybe your brain just needs a break and that's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just, I mean, if it's, it's going to come. So when it's there, just, you know, realize and, and acknowledge that you're there. And then when you're not, then go full force. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Jump into that stash that you've got. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, but yeah, no, the, the, the resources just is just on my site, just something I thought would be helpful for people takes care of a need, takes care of a need. Yeah. Oh, look, and it, it's an important one for people who are starting to, yeah. look, to purchase online or people who have been purchasing online and really want to find something different and they can't find it through the people or the stores that they've been going to. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and I it's funny because I never thought that I would become a, a predominantly an online fabric shopper, mm-hmm. but because of it, it when when my kids were born, my ability to go and travel just to shop just just went down the tubes. I mean, we have to, mm-hmm. today we have three soccer games. I just don't have that extra time to go drive 50 minutes across town in traffic and like maybe I find one or two things mm. so I mean it's really funny and that's what drove me to refashioning too because my my local thrift store is, is five minutes away and I, I do I affectionately call it my weird fabric store <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's and I've just over the years you know that that lack of being able to have that extra time has really driven me to learn how to be a really good online fabric shopper and I found just awesome places with and sometimes you know you just you get connected with people that are just wonderful mm-hmm. wonderful business owners you know just great great customer service it was so awesome last year to go to fabric marts actual physical store and meet the people they were just like they were so they were so meticulous, number one, in how that they were packaging all of their stuff, making sure that every, everything was just, all the ducks were in a row. And everybody was so proud and so just, it was just a really relaxed place. Everybody was just happy and, and they, they were just awesome, awesome people. And it was great to see that, to see the other side of that. And that's what I felt from the other side, just being mm-hmm. like, I have never gotten, I've bought maybe one bad piece of fabric from them in 10 years of shopping. I mean, that's, that's incredible. That's amazing. Now I know why. That's right. So for people who don't know where Fabric Mart is and where you are, could you explain what the, you know, what that distance is or the location? So I'm, I'm in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, So, and there's, there's a lot of quilting shops here. There's, there's probably one or two, there's, there's a handful of, of good garments or fabric places here but um there there some of them some of them are a little bit pricey and but mostly mostly just they're they're difficult to to drive to <laughs> it was my time so a lot of times I will end up picking up fabric as I am as we're on vacation so last year we went to DC and thought hey I just love like can we go to fabric part too which is in Pennsylvania I mean it's way okay. totally out of the way <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but my husband is very obliging. So we, we had a little fun <laughs> exploring Pennsylvania. Cool. Yeah, so it wouldn't be somewhere that you would normally go to, but it's somewhere that you Oh, absolutely be. not. <laughs> it's too far, way too far. Yeah. Um, I think when I bought from Minerva in the UK, they tend to put the names of the people on the packages that you received. So mm -hmm. you not only know that what it is you've received, but who actually packed it. Yeah, so. that's really cool. They have great cuts. They have, they're just they're just really great too. Yeah. And it's so, I love them too because they they a lot of times have stuff that it's it's tough for us to get here in the U.S. I mean it's funny we think like over the U.S. there's so many options and but but there's some things that are hard to get so it's it's cool to have that that source of Minerva and they they have a really reasonable on uh, international shipping which is a rarity. Yes. Is awesome. Yeah, I agree, and I also know that uh, from experience the time that it takes. For something from I know from them to here in Australia is quite reasonable. Like one week at the worst, it will take a week. And smaller packages come within about three days, and that's mind blowing because that's what I would expect here locally. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's been my experience too. Yeah, it's pretty pretty impressive. Pretty yeah. impressive. <laughs> so, are there a couple of tips that you've got for people who are starting? to do their fabric shopping online and think, oh, I really want to touch the fabric, but I don't know. You know what? If you can find a place that will give you that will get you swatches, mm -hmm. that is such an awesome, awesome resource to do. And especially if you're if you're starting out and you don't and you look at the back of a pattern envelope and you see like all the different fabric choices that they they list for, you know, what would be appropriate for that pattern, mm -hmm. that can be really, really intimidating. So get if you just just order a bunch of swatches or there's there's some fabric stores that have that will have swatch clubs and they'll just send you several okay. different kinds of swatches yep and that can really teach you what it is the fabric looks like and what it, what it feels like mm -hmm. and there's a couple of books out there that will also give you just a, a huge huge lot of re information about each fabric type so one of them is fabric savvy by sandra bettina and there's several yes. different editions of that one yep. And then there's, um, I think it's called, it's called the swatch book. Mm -hmm. That's more of a textbook, yeah. and, but it has actual fabric swatches in it. And uh, yeah, that's a pricier book, but if it's, but it's, it's an investment in your education. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's worth, worth having. It's on my Christmas list. <laughs> oh, good. That's great. No, that's really good to know. Cause I've had I've had discussions with people around, oh, if it's such and such GSM, you know, it's not going to be, it'll be for um, furnishing fabric. Or if it's this GSM, it would be that, you know, it would be something for like a chiffon. And if you're just starting out, you don't know what GSM is unless right. you look at a pack of paper that you would put in a photocopier because that's usually mm -hmm. 80 GSM. But how does that? So I think your idea of getting swatches is a really good way to start. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. And and when you have the swatch, then you can kind of see it and you can feel it and you can mm. see how it drapes. And the other thing that has been really cool, I know Minerva's been doing this and I'm I'm sure there's other places that are too, but there's there's some places that they're actually filming yes. a, a, a fabric and so they'll show you how it moves and, and things like that. And that's I mean that's as good as being in the store really. So the only thing between you and that fabric really now is just being able to touch it. And 
what the more that you understand about fabric, I think the more you can feel comfortable about mm. just ordering stuff. Cause you know what you, you know what you're going to expect when you get a Ponte and, and after a certain point, you, you know, the difference between uh, a Ponte that's, that's all poly and one that's got a little bit of rayon in it. It's, you just, you know, those things, but um, without that knowledge, yeah, just pick up those swatches and it will teach you that. And, you know, and just go, go, go to a, go to a department store and look at, and feel out, feel all the fabrics and look at the tags. What is that fabric? What is that fabric made of? And that will teach you a lot too. So I suppose if you're in a hurry, then you really need to slow down and get those swatches. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because that would be one of the things that I'd be sitting there going, Oh, but I really want to make this dress and I want to get the fabric and I want to get the color. But, if you just slow down a little bit and get those swatches, then you'll make a better choice, a purchase for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And ultimately, I mean, that's what we want because we, we, we want to, you know, not be the fast fashion people in our own sewing room. I think Sandra Betsina, I think one time she said, why, why are you rushing through your sewing project? You know, you're just going to go and go on to the next one and sew something else. up." <laughs> but you know, that's really great advice. Because, because truly, it's, it's, it's right. I mean, we're just, the second we finish mm. putting that last button on, we're going to be cutting something out next. Because it's like, you know, we love it, and that's great. But, um, you know, it's, there, there's, there's wisdom in, in just putting on the brakes a little bit sometimes, too. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, putting on the brakes and also means you've given your, you've, you've recognized that you've just finished something and what you did was really good, and you know what you're going to do next. But be happy with what you've done uh, mm -hmm. before, you, you know, when you're in that, stay in that moment for a bit longer because it is, you know, joy that you've actually done that project and you finished it. It's amazing. Yeah. Totally. Especially if you're, you know, got a family commitment or you've got a full-time job that's taking up all your time and you've made the effort to find that time to actually make that project. Totally. Yep. <laughs> um, so now... Now that the you know your resource is up there, what do you think you would like to see? How would you like to see it used, or what do you think the next step is if there is a next step? Well, I mean, I would just like to keep adding to it for sure. Mm -hmm. But definitely, I would, I would just, I would love to hear back from other people and say, you know, what what their experiences are, and and have have other people help just add to it, add to it as well. Like, hey, like this this place is really great you know, where I am. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just because I think the, you know, the, the, the one thing that, about the online sewing community is just that the, there's so much generosity in terms of people just sharing stuff. And so to be able to just continue to like, okay, here's this hub that I've built. Let's, yep. let's have other people, you know, add little, little outposts on it too. It's all the, all the better resource for, for everybody really. Yeah. I mean, the work that you've done, has been phenomenal and if people can keep adding to it then that's even better because again that is us helping each other yeah totally yeah totally. How, and and so if people want to add to it they just yeah you can you can contact me on the blog or you can uh yeah hit me up on the instagram at elizabeth made this or uh, just comment on the post itself and and yeah i'm happy to, to add stuff from there Okay. I got through the big bulk of it, so it's not so hard to add to add a couple here and there. Cool. I realized um, that the one of the ones that you sent me, I missed, 
I missed as I was going through. So I was like, oh, I'm going to add that later on today. <laughs> oh, thank you. I mean, you said that you're working like a mad woman trying to pull it all together. So, I mean, it's a lot of work that you've done. And I can see that it's just great. Like I said, it's going to be a great resource and be good that people can keep adding to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. Thanks for having me chatting and all of that. That's, that's been cool. That's <laughs> Thanks so much, Elizabeth, for your time and giving us an insight about your online fabric shopping motivation and experiences. There are links to Elizabeth's helpful blog posts on our podcast episode page. I encourage you to share your online fabric retailers with Elizabeth by leaving your comments on her blog post so she can continue to grow this list if you agree that elizabeth's research is valuable share it with your friends this episode of so organized style was produced by me maria with permission of elizabeth if you enjoyed this episode go to our episode page to find more podcasts like this one send us any ideas you have for future podcasts we're always interested to bring you valuable and reputable interviews and news that can help you with your creativity. Our resources page also lists reputable organisations that can help you when you need it. Thank you for listening and I hope you'll join us again soon.